Hello, everyone, and welcome to Evolution Happiness, the show where we talk about health, happiness, and harmony. My name is Olivia Savage, and today we're going to be talking about the seven ingredients of a happy life. All right, I'm super excited about talking about the ingredients of a happy life because it seems sometimes that this mysterious happy life is a little elusive. So I wanted to dive into what exactly does it take to be happy? We all know people that are healthy. We know friends that are wealthy. We know beautiful people. And all of those people have the uh, uh, what seems like an abundance are also miserable. So it's not just health, wealth, and beauty that creates a happy life. It's something else. But what is it? Is there a giant secret that we don't know about? I don't think so, friends. I think that there are some simple ingredients that we can all do to create a happy life. And what I like to say, to choose happy. So while there isn't a recipe that's going to work for every single person, there are several things that most happy people have in common. And so I'm hoping that by giving you these seven ingredients, you can be the chef in your own happiness recipe, and you can put them together in whatever way works for you. But I do honestly believe that adding at least a few of these items into your life, into your day-to-day is going to make you smile just a little more frequently. At least, that is my hope. So let's dive in. The first ingredient that I live by, and I have for a long, long time, is to have something to look forward to. Think about how much more you enjoy your life when you have something to look forward to, something on the horizon. It can be a vacation. It can be a holiday. It can be a new baby on the way or a pending release of a new book that you've written or a new salon that you might be opening. What can you do? to have something kind of always in your calendar that excites you, that you can look forward to. So I am a huge, I love traveling. I love it. I love it. Even if it's just down the road, a little staycation somewhere close by, it doesn't matter. I love it. And that is one of the things that I really like to do. As soon as one little vacation or trip or adventure is over, I try really, really hard to make sure I have another one booked in. And I'm saying that I I do not go on lavish vacations 24-7, so I just want to set that straight. 
I mean something as simple as I went away last week with my family and it was fantastic and it was a great week away. And that was a, a true vacation. And as soon as that was over, I talked to some of my girlfriends and we decided we wanted to have a little girls getaway. And so we're going to go away for a night to a beach area that is literally a couple hours drive from where I live. But it's just, it's something else to be excited for. You know, we always have holidays in our calendar and sometimes holidays can stress people out. So that not might not be the thing that you want to have in there that you're looking forward to. But holidays can excite us. Things that looking forward to seeing friends and family that maybe we only get to see on the holidays. What big things are happening in your life that you can make sure that you're you're scheduling in time to appreciate those moments? I know, you know, oftentimes it can be so stressful in the day-to-day. And if you are doing something major, you can forget to relish the accomplishment itself. Plan a celebration for yourself, even if it's just having some buddies come over and high five and have a little drink and celebrate whatever accomplishment it is. These little things, these little moments where we can have something to look forward to, sure as heck makes the days that feel long and sluggish little bit more doable because we know we have that bright, sunshiny, happy, whatever occasion it is to look forward to. So that's the first ingredient. Think about the opportunities that you have that you can kind of pencil in something to look forward to. A coffee date with somebody is so simple and it gives you something to do, something to look forward to. Ingredient one. The second ingredient in our happiness recipe is somebody to love. It's important to have people to love and people that love you back. And it doesn't have to be a romantic relationship. This is not what I'm talking about. I am talking about a child or a pet or a pal or a neighbor, or a significant other. It can be any of those things. There are so many people out there, especially in this day and age where we've just gone through over a year of isolation and loneliness, and people are craving connection. And if you have have that network or can create that network of people to love and people to love you, oh my gosh, the smiles that come with that are endless. They're endless. I often talk about the neighborhood that we live in. I could not be more thankful for this neighborhood. When we moved here, gosh, three years ago now, maybe four years ago, the one thing I said to my husband was, I want a neighborhood that feels like a neighborhood. Because where we lived before, 
nobody talked to each other. Nobody really had kids that were our age. So, you know, we would take the kids out to the playground. There would never be any kids there. And I just wanted that connection. I I thrive in connection. So to know me <laughs> is to know that that connection and being around people, that is my love language. I love being around people. And this neighborhood, I tell you, we have found the most interesting and creative ways to remain connected in a year plus worth of time where a connection was few and far between and when it's when we needed it the most. And so I'm so thankful for that. I mean, even just this week, we had a Cinco de Mayo party where we just all got together outside and hung out and listened to music. And it was fantastic. So really having those people to love is just so important. And near and far, I have some of my best friends that I have known for a lifetime that live so far away, but being able to connect with them seeing their kids, talking about classes or old shows. You listen to the nostalgia episode, I'm sure. And one of my lifetime friends, man, we are stuck on Grey's Anatomy and we can talk about Grey's Anatomy and until we're blue in the face, even though we're miles and miles apart, we've got that connection. So finding those people, finding those people to love. Hey, you need somebody to chat to? I am here. Just let me know what you need. We can have a chat. So finding somebody to love and somebody to love you in return. And again, not talking about romantic relationships, just talking about the wholesomeness of love, the friendship of love, the connection of love. So that is our ingredient. Number two. Number three is an interesting little ingredient And I'm interested to see if you guys agree or don't agree. But challenge is our third ingredient to a happy life. It has actually been shown that human beings require a certain amount of stress to really thrive. And I'm not talking about stress that makes us feel like we're spiraling a drain and we're never going to be able to come up. That is totally different and definitely is not an ingredient to happiness. I'm talking about a little bit of challenge, something that pushes you a little bit outside of your comfort zone. And you know, I like to, I have mentioned before how much I really like to develop and I, I love learning new stuff. And to me, learning new stuff is that little bit of stress. It's that little push for it further. It's doing something that I'm not 100% familiar with and makes me makes me maybe second guess slightly but I know that once I do it I'm going to be so much happier and that kind of challenge is the opposite of distress like I said it's not circling the drain I don't want you to go in distress and go oh, Olivia told me I needed to challenge that's not what I'm saying I'm talking about positive stress pushing you beyond something that's going to uplift you and help you to work through whatever that challenge is because I tell you what 
having that little amount of discomfort, having that little stress is going to feel so awesome when you come out the other side. And guess what? This ingredient works with the ingredient number one because when you come out the other side of this challenge, of this little amount of stress that you add, celebrate it. Look forward to it. Plop it in the calendar and high five some friends when you do it. Number three ingredient, challenge. Where can you challenge yourself in your current situation that will push you to be a little bit better, to be a little bit faster, to be a little bit something? What can you do that isn't comfortable? That is our third ingredient in our seven recipes to happiness. The next one, the fourth ingredient, is a meaningful way to spend your time. So this is different than a challenge. This isn't just doing something different. It's not just finding something to do with your time that pushes you out of your comfort zone. That's definitely challenge. With this, I mean, all of us have an innate spiritual well-being that we need to nurture. And when I say spiritual well-being, I do not mean it necessarily is a religious well-being. It's a spiritual, something bigger than yourself. So when I talk about health, happiness, and harmony, that harmony bit is that spiritual bit. And the fourth ingredient really talks to that element of our whole self. A meaningful way to spend your time can be something like volunteering at your church or a charity that you really, really support. And this doesn't have to be challenging. It just has to be meaningful. It has to be something that is important to you and something that makes you feel good to do. A lot of times in this this spiritual or this um, meaningful well-being element, this is where we are deficient. This is where we deplete ourselves because we often don't associate spiritual wellness as a part of our overall wellness. And doing something for somebody else automatically makes you feel good about yourself. Automatically. Something as simple, have you ever been a part of a pay it forward in a Starbucks line or a fast food restaurant line? The simpleness of you driving up to a window and somebody saying, oh, the car ahead of you has paid for your coffee, and you go, that's amazing, and a big smile comes across your face, and then what do you want to do? You want to pay it forward to the person behind you. That is all a part of – think about how immediate you feel happy when you've just done something for somebody else. Every time I get stuck in one of those lines, I just think, oh, that's amazing. I love it. Because you know that somebody's driven out of there that needed that moment of kindness. I had a friend one time, we were talking about these pay it forwards because I love doing them. I love being a part of them. I love starting them. I, I just love it. It makes me so happy. And it's so simple. 
but I just remember talking to a friend about it and she had said that she was a a young mom and she was super busy and her child was really, really hungry and needed something to eat. She didn't have time to go home to make food. So she went through a fast food drive through and it was literally the last dollars in her wallet. And somebody had done a pay it forward and paid for her and her daughter's meal. And she just talked about just in that moment how much that meant to her. That car ahead of her had no idea that that's who was sitting behind them, that a mom was sitting behind them needing to get some food for her child and was going to spend the last dollar she had to do it. And it it is it's so it's such a, a nice thing to do for people. What areas, what groups, what things can you do that will give you that meaningful fulfillment, that spiritual wellness? There are a ton of them. And again, it doesn't have to be challenging. It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to even cost you money. But can you go out and clean up a beach? Can you go pick up trash in your neighborhood? Can you taxi a friend's child from practice to practice because they can't make it for some reason. There are so many things that we can do in this area of meaningful time that would really make an impact, not only on the the people that you are doing these things for, but I'm telling you, a millionfold you will feel the benefits of doing these things. You will immediately feel satisfaction and happiness. I, I I cannot think of a single person that does any kind of charity work or acts of kindness for people that walk away and go, oh, well, I feel worse about that. Every single person that does it, automatically they they have a spring in their step and they feel happy. So a meaningful way to spend your time fourth ingredient. The fifth ingredient, which I love, (laughs) is fun. Who doesn't like to have fun? A little fun in life is critical. It's also to enjoy it in limited quantities. You can't have fun all the time. You know, you've got to, you got to tone it down sometimes. But have fun. Have fun. I mean, go ride a roller coaster if you want to. But if you ride the roller coaster 50 times, it might not be so fun anymore. That's what I'm talking about, limiting your fun. Have fun. Find moments to just have fun. Be silly. You know, who cares who's watching? Who cares what people think? Have a little fun. Oh, my gosh. I'm telling you, when we had this Cinco de Mayo party our neighbors were dancing. There was music. There was some, so- I mean, it there was, it was great. Nobody cared. Everybody was just having a good time. Having fun is so easy and it's free. You just have to drop the inhibition sometime and just go have fun and not worry about the people around you and not worry about what people might think if you have a little bit of fun. Uh, it, do it. You have to do it. The sixth ingredient is other people. What I mean about that, 
no matter how introverted you might be, it is necessary to spend at least a little time with other people every week. And again, I know that this last year plus has been difficult to do this with, especially if they're outside of your immediate family. But it doesn't mean that you shouldn't connect with other people. You have to connect with other people. Human beings are meant to connect. It doesn't mean that you have to attend three parties every week. Meeting for lunch or meeting for a cup of coffee or having a Zoom call might be all of the human connection that you require. But you require something. Everybody requires a little bit of human connection. So try to, oh, and uh, think about, again, not just from your own perspective. Are there people that might need that connection that don't have it? And can you be that connection for other people? So think about it from both sides. But other people is definitely an ingredient to happiness. And the last ingredient that I have on my happiness recipe is personal growth. People are happy when they're making progress in life. There are many ways to experience progress. It can be your waistline. It can be your overall health. It can be having more knowledge or wisdom in a certain area. It can be your golf game or your piano skills. It can be anything. But knowing that you're a little better at something today than you were a month ago, a week ago, a year ago, is an amazing feeling. And I, again, this for me is so personal because this is truly who I am. I just want to learn everything. I want to be a sponge. And it truly does make me happy to know that I can learn something new. So I'm currently reading the book Atomic Habits. If you haven't read it, it's a great book. And it it helps me so much. It helps me in realizing that, you know, small measurable habits are going to be sustainable, not the big ones, right? So I'm learning that. I'm in the process of that. And it's fantastic. It's great. So learn something new, personal growth in whatever avenue you want to explore, personal growth. And those are my seven ingredients to a happy life. So how happy are you right now? And what can you do to make yourself more happy? The items that I said here, the ingredients that I mentioned are important But this list is not an exhaustive list of the things you can do to make you happy. My challenge to you is to pick one or two of these things and add them to your life or brainstorm something else that suits you better. But avoid the trap of believing that money and beauty and wealth are the things to happiness because they're not. They're not. They are not the all end all be all. And you can make yourself happier by taking control of your life and focusing on the things that make a difference to you. And as soon as you do those things, take control and focus on what makes a difference, 
you're going to feel a greater sense of fulfillment and realize that you and you alone have built a life that you truly, truly love. Once again, thank you so much for joining me today. Make sure you join our Facebook group or Instagram at Evolution Happiness if you haven't done so already. And check out my website at www.evolutionhappinesscoaching.com. We can dive further into any of these topics. I just want to, again, thank you for listening to Evolution Happiness. Before we go, if you want to show some love, just go ahead and leave a review tell a friend anything you want to do. I appreciate it all. Stay tuned for next week. I'll see you guys then.